Congratulations, everybody. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. I'm Ben. We're talking about X-Men The Dark Phoenix Saga, despite what we were just talking about. <laughs> uh, this is an old book from the 1980s, but uh, building off of a story arc from the 1970s. 1976 is when we introduced the Phoenix mm -hmm. for the first time. And a little bit of background for that is... Uh, Obviously, it's written by Chris Claremont. What happens in the original... In the original Phoenix story, in the original saga. Phoenix Saga, the first Phoenix Saga, or the Phoenix Saga, because it's the Dark Phoenix Saga. Right. Which, as a kid, I always assumed that it was one saga. No, no, no. No. There's the Phoenix and the, and the Dark Phoenix Saga. They're two different sagas. But they're the, the same Phoenix, right? Same fucking Phoenix, same okay. characters. And it's actually just the rest of the story. Okay. Even though there are some other stories in between that like break it up a little. Does okay. Jean Grey die at the end of the first Phoenix Saga? No. Okay. What Where does... Did they just banish yeah, the Phoenix? One. No. At the end of the first Phoenix? Like, okay, well here's the end. Where does the Phoenix go? The, okay, the Phoenix doesn't go anywhere because when they first created it... What is the Phoenix? <laughs> well, That's here's a, the thing. It's a I really at, at the end of the day, the Phoenix is a cosmic entity that exists in the universe. It's like an alien? It's like an alien that needs a host okay. in order to, like exist or to in order to be effective okay so without a host the phoenix can do nothing well i mean i'm sure the phoenix does all kinds of shit but they weren't really thinking about it when they invented it okay. see the idea here is <laughs> when they first created the phoenix with the phoenix saga uh gene was uh piloting a spaceship that was out of control that was going to crash into the earth and it was going through uh solar radiation and it was determined by one of the passengers that uh, it was such solar radiation that the pilot of the ship would surely die if... Uh, so actually she does die at the end of that story. Uh, <laughs> would surely die if they were piloting the ship. So everyone's going to die. Mm -hmm. So then Jean uses her psychic powers to make everybody shut up and go to sleep. And then she puts them into pods. And then she pilots the ship. Okay. And uh, absorbs so much solar radiation from the solar flare or whatever that she dies. Uh, but it doesn't quite die. It's more that like... It activates her, like, latent psychokinetic powers. So it actually augments her powers. Because originally, Marvel Girl slash Jean Grey was the weakest, lamest character on the team. Mm -hmm. She can, like, read your mind. That's very helpful. Thank you, Jean. When Magneto's attacking, we'll be sure to read his mind when he's <laughs> well, throwing giant... Well, can do, right? Well, yeah, but he's way more powerful and better at it. Uh, we can read everyone's mind. Like, yeah. Everywhere. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And also, Magneto has a helmet that blocks that ability anyway, right. so thanks a lot for coming by, Jean. It's okay. it's okay, she can read the Juggernaut's mind. Nope. Oh, it's okay, she can read, um, Sonia, <laughs> she can read uh, Emma Frost's mind. No, nope, no, nope. oh, she's also, it, she's a more powerful psychic. So yeah, so they were like, let's make her cool. And the idea here was, let's make Jean the first, like, female cosmic-powered character in the Marvel Universe. Like, let's make a really cool, uber-powerful female character in Marvel. Because we don't have that right now. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, let's make a gene. Or a storm. Fuck storm. <laughs> because storm's the obvious choice, because she's already so powerful right. and cool. Um, but she's not cosmically powerful. Uh, okay. Right. Because there's no weather in space. <laughs> her whatever powers are augmented and activated. Okay. And they all plunge into the ocean. Or into Jamaica Bay. And then when... when, when uh, she emerges from the water as the phoenix in a new costume <laughs> that looks like this one, but it's green and gold, okay, which right. is actually a variant on her Marvel Girl costume. So she comes out and she's like, it's me, Jean. Uh, when I went through that shit, I became <laughs> phoenix and now I'm super powerful. Mm -hmm. And they're like, cool, that's going to be really helpful. It's going to help us out with a lot of jams. Right. So she was just herself. Yes. Well, it was... Except 
No, 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 but that was it. That she okay. called herself Phoenix because of the solar flare and because okay. of her new powers, because she's, like, reborn in a way. Right. So she called herself Phoenix, and the Phoenix was just her code name for her new powers. Did they then retcon that? Yes. Okay. Almost immediately. <laughs> uh, they, uh... They're like, that's dumb. Well, they were like, fuck that. So then they were like, let's make a cool story where she's an asshole. So then they have that. So enter the Dark Phoenix saga, and in it, uh, the Phoenix starts to become like another personality, which is unfortunately very similar to X Men Three: The Last Stand. Yes, uh, say, which is dumb like, and offensive. Yeah. It um, really would have been a little bit better had they just been like, no, she has like the ultimate power now, and now she's corrupted. Absolutely, yes, like, that'd be cool. That would be better. That's kind of the idea. Is that like later when she becomes Dark Phoenix, the idea is that the Phoenix personality within her is hungry for experience and emotion and it like thrives on conflict mm-hmm. and uh that's oh, perfect for gene yeah two guys chasing after that's her bingo and she's really like phoenix has always been kind of attracted to wolverine because he's like very wild and untamable mm. much like a phoenix so uh one of the members of the inner circle if you're watching the s-man animated series but the hellfire club if you're an adult reading comic books uh <laughs> Jason Windguard, a.k.a. Mastermind, who is lame and looks like an asshole from the 18th century. <laughs> uh, he has psychic powers, too, kinda. And he runs the Hellfire Club with, like, Emma Frost and White Queen uh, and a few other superfluous characters. Wait, I thought Emma Frost was the White Queen. She was the White Queen. Oh. Like, she, it was Emma Frost slash the White Queen. Sla- slash, okay. So, uh, she actually helps Mastermind use his um, reality, or not reality, it's more like perception-distorting powers, to convince Jean Grey, convinces her that she's in, like, the 18th century, and Jason Wingard is an ancestor of Mastermind, and they're banging. And he corrupts her using that experience to make her into his dark queen, or his, uh, yeah, his dark queen. That happens in this book? In this book. Okay. So Mastermind bangs Jean Grey on the on the mindscape. Oh, oh, okay. So it's fine. Yeah, it's totally legit. Oh, it's yeah, fine. unless you're Cyclops. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then it's totally cheating. Yeah, yeah it's so, totally cheating, especially according to Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Now so that adds context to when he does the same thing with Emma Frost. Except it doesn't, and I'll tell you why. Oh. At the end of all of this. No, you know what? I'll save it. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. at the end of the day, she doesn't actually cheat on Scott. Oh. And in fact, Jean Grey is absolved of all of the terrible things she does under the guise of the Phoenix. Oh. At the end of this. Um, so it was the Phoenix the whole time, right? Right. Okay. So she's Phoenix, and she's the, the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club, so we got a White Queen and a Black Queen. And... Uh, the Hellfire Club attacks the X-Men, and they separate... Like, and there's this really awesome... During the Dark Phoenix saga from the X-Men cartoon show, they do a great job of portraying that conflict, mm-hmm. where the X-Men are fighting the inner circle, and Wolverine is separated from him, and he fights a bunch of, like, masked drones. Not, like, aerial drones, like... <laughs> like stormtroopers. Right. Who work for the Hellfire Club. Yeah. And it's just Wolverine being like, okay, guys, you miscounted because you didn't include me, Barbara. And you're like, <laughs> okay, this is badass. John Byrne draws a badass Wolverine. And so Wolverine, like, helps save the day and blah, blah, blah. Our Dark Phoenix is like, fuck this. And she, like, leaves. It goes into the cosmos. Oh. She just, just flies off. She just flies space. off into space. Okay. And when she gets to the other end of space, she, the other end of space. Well, to the wherever she was going. Okay. 
Uh, she's depleted of her power. Like, even the Phoenix has finite power. Because when she gets there, she's like, whoo, flying across the galaxy really took a lot out of me. You know what I could use? A star that is giving light and power to an alien planet. I'm going to eat it. So she, as the Dark Phoenix, consumes the star and kills a trillion people. Oh, wow. And the Shi'ar Empire, one of the cosmic forces that exist out there, one of the cosmic civilizations. I've heard of them. Yeah, right. you've heard of them. Yes, Scott's uh, dead. Well, he's Corsair. He's just a space pirate. Damn it. Lalandra is what you're thinking of. And Lalandra is ex Professor Xavier's once-in-future alien lover, oh. uh, who is the queen of the Shi'ar Empire. She uh, catches wind of the Phoenix's annihilation, or genocide, if you will. Yes. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> this will not stand. Right. So then... Uh, she... How, how deep into the Phoenix, Dark Phoenix saga are we at this point? About two-thirds. Okay. Oh, we just, a... we, we, we wow. Through, wow. Well, the X-Men fight the Hellfire Club, and then Wolverine helps them out, and that's it. So, you know, whatever. What, what matters is the Phoenix, <laughs> and what happens afterwards okay. and within it. Because, so, okay. I mean, like, I could tell you about how, you know, Storm battles her claustrophobia, or about whatever, <laughs> like Madeline Pryor being a real, like, bitchy version of Jean Grey, and how she's like, you know, I really like this. Like, I kind of like being in charge of shit, and, mm -hmm. you know, being respected and banged by mutton chops over here. <laughs> so, yeah, his facial hair is ridiculous. Oh, my God. He looks like a Civil War general. Does Wolverine, like, freak out that she's, like, this Madeline Pryor character? <laughs> no! Like, Wolverine's not like, you're wearing a corset, you're whoring yourself out there. You look like a trollop with this hellfire club. I don't like the way you're looking at that. It seems like what he would do, right? Right? Yeah. No. He, he reigns it, and he's a lot less melodramatic than uh, he's... No, he'd probably just be like, it's not the gene I'm used to, but if it gets me a shot... <laughs> well, she's not with Scott anymore. Yeah. That's one step closer to me. <laughs> Hell, I'm probably from the 1800s. Yeah. Just bang me too. <laughs> if that's your thing, hey, I'm you from know. your time. Let's have sex. Right. He just takes off his costume, puts on a fucking like a cosplayer outfit. He's like, "Hey, he's got ruffles everywhere." <laughs> I'm Logan's ancestor too. I got a puffy <laughs> shirt now. Let's do it. <laughs> Eventually, Phoenix is like, "Whoa, whoa! I think we're being fucked with." Okay. So it wakes up and it's like, "Oh no, you don't." And it turns into the Dark Phoenix, and she's like, fuck y'all. And she, actually, her punishment for Mastermind is bizarre. Because you'd think he, she'd like, oh, if you like banging people from the 19th century, how would you like banging all these corpses? Like, you know, it's right. like, you could think she, she has nigh omnipotent power, she could do anything. Right. She gives him the experience of having godlike powers. Okay. Because she knows he's such a pussy. It won't work on him. So he just freaks out. Like, he can't handle it. So she's like, nah, you were a god, now you're not. But it's just the perception yeah. of godlike powers? Yeah, she doesn't actually give it to him. And then she takes... And then she takes that feeling away. Right. But and then later he'll try to... Yeah, but he remembers. And then later he'll... real. Yeah. Is that supposed to be, like, poetic in some way? Yeah, because like, she's like, you fucked with my perception uh, and gave me what you thought I wanted. Okay. And now I'm going to give you what I actually know you want. Mm -hmm. And it turns out it's not even what you want or can handle. Right. So eat it. So wait, he thought that she actually wanted to be mind-banged in the No, I mean, like, he just made her think that she wanted that. <laughs> I mean, maybe for all intents and purposes, she did. Maybe. I mean, she went along with it for so long. Yeah, it seemed to work. <laughs> yeah, pretty easily, I might add. What was it that kicked her over into being the Phoenix? Like, what was the thing that she's like, ah, no. I think it was the interception of, so of Scott. Being like, no, Gene, don't uh, do it. Okay. You know, he's like, where? I love you. 
that's that's where the melodrama comes in. Is yeah. Scott Summers being like, "I love you." At one point, um, Professor X actually like turns off the Phoenix on in her. He actually puts in not unlike that awful movie. He like puts in like safety nets and 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 like traps and like you know you got to be shitting locked man. doors in her mind to keep the Phoenix personality slash like force at bay, giving her. Her regular powers. So did they get that concept from the terrible movie from this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this was 30 years ago. More. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually a little impressed they used that much, but the fa- the idea of the Phoenix Force being just augmented Jean Grey mm-hmm. was such a short flash in the pan in terms of history for Jean Grey that it's like, why'd you even bother? Yeah. Now, I know why they didn't bother, because they didn't think that a cosmic being in their superhero franchise would be, you know, profitable. Right. Yeah, viable in any way. Which, of course, we've proven is not true. And it would have been much better. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have gotten, you know, Fights in the Woods or Porcupine Boy. You know, there's so many rich moments from that franchise. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, Antler Man. Right, Antler Man? He's actually based off a character. I forgot about Antler Man. Where he, like, grows them and he breaks them off and throws them? Is his name Tusk? No. Damn it. Mm. That would be great. Yeah. I think his name's Spike. So. That also works. I know, but it's like. That's kind of lame. Tusk should literally just grow teeth and then he breaks them off and throws them at you. Or, like, fucking huge horns. Yeah. And then, like, he runs at you and gores you. Or they're gonna go into battle and then he's like, wait a minute. And then he breaks them off and uses them like daggers. Like, I'm ready. And Wolverine's like, that's gross. He's <laughs> like, I just broke my own teeth off. Fuck you, I'm hardcore. Yeah, I'm hardcore. <laughs> what do you do? Hardcore. I just have these claws that pop out of me. Yeah. Oh, wow, I bet it doesn't even hurt. No, it hurts all the time. I think you have a like it. <laughs> Here's those aliens she murders, by the way. Yeah, they're like, yeah. no! Yeah, we get a half panel of them going like, Dap. Yeah, they look kind of like Dr. Seuss characters. Yeah. Yeah. They look at Thing 1 and Thing 2. <laughs> and Thing 3 and 4 and 8 million. And they've got mops for hair. Yeah. They have big open flappy puppet mouths. And, like and it looks like they have gills yeah. under their eyes. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'm perfectly fine that she got rid of it. <laughs> well, you're a jerk, my friend. Do we ever see those aliens again? You know, I know like they're dead. Refugees that you I, 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 I don't know, actually. That would be cool. I would love it. Like, for, for me, the only, like, they always bring it up. The Shi'ar are always like, well, the Phoenix, they annihilated a race of people. They're not even Shi'ar. Like, what do you give a shit? <laughs> like, if there was, a, like, a, an enclave of, you know, like a, a colony, mm-hmm. like a lost colony of this planet that I don't even know the fucking name of, and they were like, they gathered the resources and they've raised, like, they made deals, backwards dealings with the, with the scrolls mm-hmm. to just get to Earth so they could fucking kill Jean Grey. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What would be even more amazing is if they did that story and they get there and she's already dead. Right. And they're like, no! And they can't even leave because they use all their money and resources <laughs> to get there. But then they're trying to take it out on humanity and right. humanity has to yeah. fend themselves. That's a great team of villains. Yeah. See... That would be cool. Someone's like in the comment, yeah, they did that. 1992. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell like issue. <laughs> anything about their species aside from the fact that they have clothes and they have like yeah. rectangular buildings. They're a sentient race. They're yeah. sentient. They definitely With understand things. It's not like you killed an, an entire race of gastropods. <laughs> 
they several trillion years from now they could have evolutionarily been the dominant species in the galaxy. <laughs> like, no, they don't. they're the real people. They're people with clothes. Who we're terrified to die. They're, yeah. they're people. We're terrified. To die. They're people with shame. Yeah, cover yeah. yourself. So she eats the planet. Kill, she, so she they eats ate the sun. The tree of knowledge. They had their own version. Maybe it was a bush, you know, or something or else. And, yeah. and there were berries. Yeah. Yeah. They so the Globnar trees. Uh, but the Shi'ar are like, shit, Phoenix actually could be more powerful than Galactus. Like, we gotta right. deal with this. Okay. Also, Galactus, like, is a legitimate force in the universe, and Phoenix is this bitch. Well, where did got... Phoenix fucking come from? Well, the, the original concept was it was just it was part of Gene. Like, this random mutant. Yep, this random just mutant. Got just got so unstable yep. and mad with power. So okay. Always as powerful as well, Galactus. She got blasted with cosmic rays. We all know what that can do. Is, is that true? Is that it? Yeah. Is, is the, they're still going with the cosmic ray thing? No, eventually. No, but at this point, when the okay. Shi'ar are like, no, they find they they reveal that okay. in fact there's a Phoenix Force that exists, and it found Jean Grey, and it saved her at okay. that moment when she was crashing the shuttle into the ocean or into Jamaica Bay, and uh, it it. Inhabited her body. We did not right. stick to your guns, Marvel. Is it is it literally the case that they just made her so powerful? Yes. That they were then like, well, wait. What are we gonna How? do now? That doesn't make any sense. If any random person could just become as powerful as Galactus. Well, I don't even think they were, they were even worried about that. I think they were just person. like, wait a minute. We let this character, this plan of mine of making a, <laughs> a cosmic female Marvel like Earthbound character, this got out of control. Like way too fast. <laughs> well, also she can solve any problem the X Men ever come up with. Yes, yeah. and they were, that's the problem. Yeah, well, then they created the Dark Phoenix to kind of make it go like it, it's almost like what they would eventually do with the Century, where you know every action is an opposite reaction. Like if the Phoenix acts, like maybe she shouldn't be because mm -hmm. it's like you know oh great you stopped the Juggernaut, but you also like exuded so much energy that you you know melted all the pipes in the ground and you know ruined the yeah, now New York drinking City's water like yeah absolutely ruined right like you've She's done like something yeah like I mean but how many of those fucking stories can you do before it gets really stale yeah. I think the only thing at that point is <laughs> You know, have her recognize how much trouble she's causing. Be like, I gotta go into space where I can't cause anything. Well, and that's the thing. Like, that's eventually Jean does come to that conclusion, but it's after she's already annihilated an entire race of people. <laughs> and uh, so a little she, too late, Jean. Yeah. So uh, she comes back home from eating the eating the planet. Yeah. And they're like, "Shit, Jean! Like, what's going on here?" And she's like, "I'm Phoenix forever, bitch!" And then finally, Professor X goes up up off his ass. <laughs> Or you know, figuratively speaking, and he mentally bitch slaps and her. he mentally bitch slaps her, and he's just like, no, and he put and he turns on all the mouse traps in her head, and she's like, whoo, and that's the that's where the melodrama comes from, the where, mouse traps in her head. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, safeguards and you know, like trip wires and shit, so that like she can never access the parts of her brain that like allow the phoenix to exist. Oh, so he traps it. Yeah. Well, I at see. this point, he's he still thinks that it's her, so he's trapping like oh, her personality. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, then, you know, they're so like... he thinks it's a psychological problem yes. to be addressed. Okay. And of course, like any good, you know, uh, mental health physician, he just creates tripwires in her mind to keep Bottle it... Bottle it. A, a box. Yeah, just yeah. keep it... Just, what? No, whatever you're feeling that, you just take that and you shove it down inside <laughs> and then change it down there and then you just, you know, deeper swallow it. Yeah. Take and then ignore it. Deeper, deeper. Wait, wait. Yeah. Just take just take that thing and then take a, 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 a mental rock and put it on top of it and you should be totally fine. That will never uh, have any repercussions whatsoever. You never Dark will like, freak out. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You won't have any uh, physiological side effects from that either. Stay on your meds. And it will never affect anyone around you. Nope. Yeah. No. 
It's perfect. There you go. Yeah, it, it is how they solve every problem. Okay. So, Professor X kind of sucks as a professor. You know, it's funny. He's actually kind of a shithead. <laughs> like everyone talks about, it, he's like he's the Martin Luther King Jr. of the X Men. He's actually more like just a just some douche, like who has omnipotent powers in, in his own right and sometimes chooses not to use them. <laughs> but like he has the right idea when he's saying, "Don't oppress me." And don't oppress my right, no, no, his ideals are great. That's the whole point of the X-Men. Is like, Professor X's ideals are fantastic. But the way he goes no, about them. No one can ever live up to them. Not even, Not even the man himself. who had them. Yeah. Yeah, he just breaks it. Well, but I really need to. Well, but it's inconvenient for yeah. me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone. So. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, then, like, they're like, whew, we really got a lid on this thing. And then the Shi'ar teleport them onto the ship. And they're like, Jean Grey must stay on trial for her, for for her uh, transgressions against this alien race people, who will not be represented in this trial, right? Because they're all dead. And uh, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa! I think we're being a little rash here. How did the did you see even... them? They have gills under their eyes. They have mop heads. <laughs> Those are pretty shitty aliens. They only right? got one panel. Okay, if we had like met them, maybe if you opened yeah. the book with them, yeah, it's not like she annihilated the Kree, yeah, or, or the we or you, you know, or you, yeah. yeah. Well, no, if if a mother had like protected her baby, yes, if we had like seen, baby. no, yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of, from what I could tell, men going ah, that's pretty know, lame. Do we even know who the, are the Shi'ar? Have they been around before? They're established in the X Men. Okay. But they had been around before this before this book. Okay. Are they like the Shi'ar... Federation? Where they're like no. a conglomeration? I mean, like, they're of, like, representative of that. Benevolent they're like species that... Later on, Bendis, actually, and many other people will play with that idea. Mm-hmm. That, like, different sentient races in the galaxy are all, like, part of something. Mm-hmm. But not right now. How did the Shi'ar even know that Jean Grey did this? It was near the Shi'ar. They were just the closest big civilization? Yeah. Also, they, like, monitored, what? like, activity. They were like, whoa! Like a big thing so happened. Like over if there. somebody How like their wiped out Canada, and then? we were like, "Well, you can't just wipe out Canada. We're gonna put you on trial for it." Yes, yeah, yeah. Because we kind of like that, Canada. Like, we're if friends. someone wiped out Canada, that would affect the U.S. <laughs> this didn't affect the Shi'ar. Well, maybe it did. Maybe I mean, we were it might have. Partner. They didn't mention it whatsoever. But you're right. But these are all valuable points that would be brought up by a great writer. Right. So anyway, we didn't have time for that. No time. I mean, like, maybe later they established some of those things, but I'll tell you, like, they revisited the trial of Jean Grey later with. When yeah, Dennis took over, and uh, you know, not again. They tried to try Jean Grey from another time or from the past. Yeah, from the past. Yeah, like Jean Grey didn't back. yeah and that didn't yeah. work either. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, look, Jean gonna... Grey just has the best defense lawyer ever. Yeah, it's Harvey Birdman. <laughs> it's Professor X. So because Professor X is like, so what's his defense? Well, I fixed her. His defense is, I challenge you, Lalandra, to an honor fight. What? No. God damn! I invoke Lobnar. <laughs> Like, he basically does that. Yeah. He invokes. He knows some, that they have this. Yep, this antiquated, honor. stupid yeah. honor fight, and he's like, I, I know I can beat you because I'm the biggest psychic in the world, and so I'm going to fight you on the psychic plane. On the mindscape. Well, that's not even on the mindscape. It's just, I challenge you, okay. like, to your honor. And she's like, ah, you get me this time, Professor X. Why doesn't she just say no? Because she's honor bound. The whole point of an honor fight is yeah. that you are honored and, like, bound to engage in it. Yeah. What's the point of, of invoking it no. if you don't if you go no? No, the whole thing about being honor bound is that like once you actually agree to it, then you have to be okay with whatever decision comes from it. Yeah, that's right. That's honor bound. Well, it's like, yeah, it's not like, that I have to accept it. Like no. I challenge you to combat. No, we're still just gonna try you. Well, no, well the trial by the way, you can always invoke trial by combat. Yes. Like, well, and it's a last defense. 
Well, and the funny thing is, the the trial is we're going to execute the Phoenix. Oh. Like there's no there's no like there's so no there's no trial. Um, they call it the trial of Jean Grey. There ain't no trial. It's 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 a it's a sham trial. It's a uh, it's a drumhead, if you will. So it's just we call Jean Grey here to be guilty. Yeah, it's like, like I called Jean Grey to the stand. This stand looks an awful lot like a guillotine. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> nope stand. Stand. Just place your head into that circle there. Uh, and it's and all part of the Shi'ar uh, court proceedings. Speak your name, of course, and yes. uh, clearly state that you killed an entire civilization of species. Mm-hmm. And when you're finished, you know, read this very long thing. And just make sure your head just stays there. Right there. Is there then not an honor fight? There is a fight. Oh, but at the end of it... Well, at the end of it... Oh, well, the fight... to be executed... <laughs> Like it doesn't matter. Well, no. Like, well, no. We never actually get to the end of the fight because no. the fight. They're like, we'll take the fight. Will take place on the blue area of the moon, and so of, of Earth's moon. So they go to the, the blue area. The blue area of Earth's moon. Like it's the dark side. No, <laughs> I mean it's like that. It's like the dark side of the moon. But it's the blue side. It's the, blue side, the blue side of the, the moon. There is a blue side. It's so big you don't know it's there. The blue side of the moon. <laughs> Is um, an area rich with oxygen. It's just a, it's a habitable area of the moon that we've never noticed. Well, that we are yes. <laughs> it was created. Hey, we've been to the moon. Well, we were on, on that side. <laughs> the watcher lives there. Oh, yeah. It was created by if the. You look at it with a telescope. Like, what do you see? You see like the ruins of an ancient civilization. Well, then why wouldn't we have noticed it? We well, we noticed it, but like, well, you in said, the Marvel Universe, you said ships to the moon. Yeah, at this point in the Marvel Universe, it's like, yeah, you know, this is, that, that, that's too. But there's not much there. You it's know, it's really like, small. It's just this really awkward guy, and he always invites us for tea, but his cookies suck. So they don't so know don't he's go. there, and they can't say the water. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but no, the blue area of the moon is actually kind of interesting because it's it's literally open air, like it's just a spot on the moon where there's air and shit. It was that created, doesn't make sense. It's created uh, by the Kree. It's created by the Kree. The idea was that the Kree and the Skrull, or no, the Kree and some other fucking race, it wasn't the Skrulls, yeah. were engaged in a, um, a contest to figure out who could achieve more in a short amount of time. And the Kree were like, I could make an area on like Earth's, on that shitty planet over there's moon, which is even shittier than that planet, and make it so that you could live there. And they do. And uh, the Skrulls were the arbiters, and uh, you know the the Kree were determined to have not been that impressive. And then the Kree kill the their 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 contestant and the Skrull uh, guy. And <laughs> so then that oh we don't win. Okay, well we'll just kill everybody. Well, else. fuck you. It's very American yeah, for them. And uh, yeah, now we won. Except then it actually winds up just creating a uh, a quagmire <laughs> called the Kree Skrull War. Ah. That Wait, little... that started the Kree Skrull War? Yeah. Was was the Cree was the Cree science project not really being all that impressive? Being sore losers, <laughs> yeah, was winning second place. Yeah, at the science fair. So and yeah, and then that'll. It's some it. it's some That's Cree's really dad being like, "No, my boy's experiment. No, the blue great. area of the moon is really impressive. <laughs> you guys don't want to There isn't even anything under there. It's just rocks. <laughs> so, uh, it is impressive, by the way. What are the what are the not the scrolls. The Shi'ar yeah. or the Kree? No, what do the scrolls do? The scrolls were just there to like determine whether it was impressive or not. So they didn't no, the have teacher, the any... science teacher. Yeah, they were the science teacher. They were, they were got... Who was the opponent? What did they do? The opponent was another I don't remember their name. What did they make? I don't remember what they made. Experiment? I don't recall. I don't think it even matters. Well, they... it has to be so good that a, a little spot on the moon yeah. is second. I or don't or think they, they bribed the scrolls to win. They're like FIFA. Yeah. Or, the, or cool. they're like they're like Russia and yeah. the scrolls are FIFA. That would be cool. I don't think it's even that deep. I think it's more just like the Krees are dicks. Okay. 
But uh, anyway, <laughs> God, far field. they have a fight on the blue area of the moon, yeah. and at the end of the day, they're like, the fight is in this cool, like, it's in the ruins of the area that the Kree made, and they're like, look at all this cool stuff. And then they're like, yeah, it's not that cool. And the crew are like, fuck you then! <laughs> like, oh, so it's all shit. Okay. And like, uh, there's a moment where like Wolverine is walking through the blue area of the moon and there's a big monitor and it's that mo fucking monitor that you remember from Earth X of the Watcher's face. That's oh. how the Watcher... And he's like... And the, the Wolverine's like, who the hell are you? And he's like, I'm the Watcher, Wolverine. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Wolverine's like, okay. <laughs> At the end of the day... Uh, Jean is like, no, you know what? The fact is, like, they're right. I should die. And she oh. uses one of the uh, leftover pieces of, of scroll uh, of Cree tech to kill herself, to deatomize herself. Oh. And so she says, like, bye, Scott, and then shoots herself with the fucking ray with the ray gun. Wow. Yeah, it's actually set up like a. It's not even like she's like, I lost so long, Scott. Where she like sets it up. Like when they get to the blue area of the moon, she's like, I'm going to kill myself. Oh. And, and I so, have to find out how I'm going to do that. Yeah. So she... Well, because she so, has, like, all this power, she knows where it is and shit. Wait. But, uh... But she, like... Being a psychic means that you can read other people's minds. It doesn't mean, like, oh, I know that there's a thing over there. Right. Well, maybe she read the Watcher's mind. She's got topography maps. Yeah. Um... So, Professor X and Lelandra do not fight at all. Not really. <laughs> no. They get there, and they're just, like, flexing the mental muscles, being like, Oh, I'm gonna get you! No, Landra picks Woo! some champions, and they fight the X-Men. It's just a big, big X-Men fight. Wait, it's not even between X-Men, Professor X, and Landra. No. No, they each have representatives. They're both their own leader. Leaders don't fight wars. Oh. Oh, wow. That is so stupid. So the X-Men are fighting for... Oh. Well, that kind of explains her decision. She's like, I can't have people fighting. Like, Yes. I can't have my friends, like... Potentially die me. over me, yeah. Especially if they're these people. Especially if they're right. Like right. Right. that entire then negates every every little bit of why Professor X was like, I can totally beat you. I'm a huge psychic. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's just like, like I, my people will beat you. Yeah, my X Men are more powerful. I will beat you by proxy. Right. I will beat you thanks to the efforts of the people that I control. <laughs> so uh, she dies, and then that's it. And that's the second time that she dies because she <laughs> dies in the water. Right. And then she dies again this time. But she doesn't really die. So then, after this... So then, okay, that's Dark Phoenix Saga. Ta-da! Whatever. Neat story. Great art by Byrne. Really? Because it's not so neat from where I'm sitting. Well, the neat part is all of the editorial nonsense that took place afterwards and beforehand. Like the idea of making her into a, a cosmic entity. Or the idea that... So, Jean became the Phoenix. And then killed all these people. And then she died. By suicide. Like, she killed herself. Okay. Well, what if we want to use that character again? And the editor-in-chief at the time, Jim Shooter, was like, well, you can't. She's dead. Well, not even that. It's, no, you, you could bring her back if you wanted to, but the fact is, she still killed a race of people. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know... Unforgivable. Unforgivable. Basically. So right. we can never... Um, if you can figure out how to fix that, how to, how to redeem Jean Grey, make her completely unresponsible mm -hmm. for that, then you can bring her back to life. And, and uh, Logan's like, I have an idea. How about if she comes back and bangs me? <laughs> That's not how she comes back. <laughs> That's just something you want, Wolverine. What? Jesus Christ. No, and also, no, can, you bring totally up one, her. can you bring up one thing at these meetings that don't include you banging Jean Grey? Uh, I have an idea for a school name. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Why don't you save it for about 30 years? So, yeah. 
a lot of cool moments in this book. Uh, I love the Jean Grey costume. Later on, it was so funny. I remember in the 90s, they tried to, like, they when they when Jean Grey did inevitably come back, mm-hmm. and she had been around for a while, she was Jean Grey, as immortalized in the X-Men cartoon show, where they're like, dun, 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 Wolverine and Jean Grey! Like, what a lame... Storm Beast! Jubilee! Jean Grey! And Tom Smith! <laughs> like, it's just my name. I don't like those... No. <laughs> like, it'd be like if you were an X-Man. Like, Nightcrawler, Colossus, <laughs> and Ethan! What, what does that mean? Yeah, that's what I'm called. That's my name. Well, what if we're fighting and then someone yells my name? I don't want it to be some ridiculous thing that I won't necessarily connect with myself. That's stupid. So anyway, uh, what Marvel's like, apparently this is a huge problem for the X-Team. They're like, well, how are we going to bring back Gene? Like, what are we going to do? Right. So uh, as it turns out, there's actually this guy named Kurt Busaic, who's a huge writer for Marvel and has been around for a long time. But back at this point, he was just a nerd who liked X-Men. And had a bunch of comic writing friends. Okay. And he came up with this idea that uh, it was never Gene. That when Gene crashed into the ocean, the Phoenix Force, like, figured out who she was using its psychic powers. And then created a duplicate of Gene and put the real Gene into a healing cocoon. And that healing cocoon fell to the bottom of the ocean. And so the real Gene Grey was in suspended animation under the ocean. And the gene and the, and the gene gray that had emerged as the phoenix was just the phoenix as a physical embodiment of gene gray. Except she spoke and talked like gene gray. Yeah, she took she her wasn't... memories and experiences of gene gray, effectively cloning her, and then walked around her skin. Cloning her in the Marvel sense, where you get all their where memories. you get all your memories experiences. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then they established like well, so eventually like Namor finds her and he's like, hey X Men, what the fuck's this chick doing in the ocean? And they're like, oh my goodness, why is it every clone's mistake that when they clone someone, mm-hmm. they leave that person alive? Right. Yeah. Spider Man's clone actually no, like Spider Man threw that body in the smokestack. He's like, fuck this, whoop, eh. three points. But unfortunately, he woke up when he felt the heat of the smokestack and then stuck to the wall and then climbed out. But, like, what was happening to Gia's gray body? She was, was being healing. destroyed, right? When was the Phoenix going to be like, all right, well, I've had my fun. I'm not actually Jean Grey. She's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Never. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so why the fuck would you save that body? Because yeah. the Phoenix isn't necessarily a dick, even though it committed genocide. Right. I think the Phoenix yeah, is a dick. Yeah, so the Phoenix is a dick. Yeah. Wait, so why would you destroy uh, an take, entire planet an, and keep one person alive? It didn't plan on killing everyone. It was just it, yeah. it needed the energy of the sun, and it, it was a, it was collateral damage. See, that's just it. Why did it put think... all the people on that planet in a healing cocoon <laughs> and move them to another planet? Well, because by that point, it was Dark Phoenix. When Phoenix emerged, Phoenix just like, oh, cool, life. That's neat. So you're saying that the Phoenix, over the course of the Dark Phoenix book, became more malevolent yes. than it was... Prior to inhabiting the clone Jean Grey's body. Well, creating it and inhabiting it, yes. So the entire so love Jean Grey made it evil. No, no, no. Well, no, being it's the human. love triangle between oh. Scott, Jean, and Wolverine that made it evil. Well, I don't know if Wolverine even really plays much of a big role in this. In the cartoon he does, but in this one it's like, he's, he's sad. So it's like, just Scott. Yeah. Scott can turn anyone into a dark <laughs> phoenix. Or Jean Grey's memories? Yeah, or Jean Grey is just an unstable spaz. Right. And no matter how you slice it... You know. What was the Phoenix Force doing before it was in Jean Grey? Uh, nothing. It wasn't created yet. 
Like the I, I mean, I mean but what are we in the retcon universe? Oh, in the retcon universe, you know, it was just flying around the galaxy. It just happened to be in the right place waiting, at the right time. It was like John McClane of Cosmic Entities. It was waiting for someone. Like I'll yeah. eventually I'll find did it ever, the right person. I mean, the fact is, have it someone else before, or did they make it? Was there ever a story where they were like before Jean Grey Phoenix? Yeah, like here's no. what it did. Here's cultures that annihilated prior. That'd be cool, but no. They might have retconned them in, but from my experience of reading these comics, no. The Phoenix began its infestation of people with Jean Grey. Yes. In the story. Or it's more like the Phoenix finally was realized when it found Jean Grey. That no one can really handle being the Phoenix except for Jean Grey. And even she can't handle it See, because she wasn't even the Phoenix. I really like the idea that when the past X-Men got brought back into the future, yeah. like, alright, that's how you get Jean Grey back. Yes. I like that idea. Yeah. The fact that she's in a healing cocoon at the bottom of the ocean is fucking bullshit. Well, that was, you know what, it took that's, that's, 30 or 40 years for them to come to that conclusion. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's just, that's just comics in, like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Right? I guess that was the The 80s. other problem was, it's funny, actually, like, comics in the 70s and shit, like, Jim Shooter was still coming off of, like, the Vietnam era, and he's like, you can't redeem genocide. Mmm. And he was right. like, no. Like, he's like, we're not going to be the publisher that, that lets, you know, that, that lets Hitler become an Avenger. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, but couldn't you argue that, like, but it wasn't Gene Grey, it was the Phoenix. If you could find a way to separate the Phoenix. He does say that. Gene and it's Grey, funny, Gene, like, you'd uh, say, well, it was Gene, it was the Phoenix yeah. that did that. Shooter Grey has, a, Shooter has a, a metaphor of that, but he doesn't say, like, it's, he, he says basically, like, if you say that, like, Hitler was redeemed... And then you take him to Long Island and just let him live there. I bet a lot of people would show up with machine guns on his door. <laughs> like, yeah, like if, you if Hitler was possessed by a demon. Yeah, and, and then he could, yeah he would still be beaten to death by people. Yeah, but just like Jean Grey, even though she did that, like yeah, the, but nobody on Earth gives a shit about this other plan. No, they don't. They don't even know so about that's it. That's where that really falls apart. No, it's where the yes. Shi'ar is going to keep coming to Earth. With yeah, machine guns. yes. But even then, like, Laser why does the Shi'ar even give a fuck? Because <laughs> they're the, the space police. I they're guess. America. They're acting like it, except yeah. they're not. <laughs> Yeah, except, like, the Phoenix we actually, America. like, took a bunch of Nazis. You know what it was? <laughs> the Shi'ar was going to use that planet in that species yeah. and subjugate them and make them yeah. their slaves. It was like, amazing, you retcon. took our resources, you yeah. bitch. Yeah. That'd be amazing if, like, you had no if, if the Shi'ar Empire was all built on the backs of that race of being, that they're all, it's like a slave planet. It's like yeah. the Egyptians with the Jews. Yeah, like, yeah. it'd be like if the Phoenix Wars came in and killed all the slaves in Egypt, and then the Pharaoh's like, what am I going to do now? Yeah, how am you I going to build pyramids? Yes, well, how am I going to, like, run everything? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm thinking? I think we're going to scale back the pyramid project. You know? <laughs> I also think we're not going to have so many people because we can't make the food now. Yeah, we're having a real problem here. Like, that'd be really we awesome. Like, that would be if awesome. That was their, if that was what the Shi'ar's problem was, like, their planet sucks, like, it's like fucking California, and, like, without the water source, it's just a desert. Yeah. Like, without the slaves, like, the Shi'ar are like, well, shit, how do we live? Like, how do we function? I don't know. Right. I don't have to lift things. Even, and the Shi'ar really even made a planet for this species. Yeah, they created it for uh, them. Yeah. It was, was like, no, planet. we're going to put you here, you can live there, we're just going to come every you know, yeah. couple hundred years and take half of your population. Yeah, the Kree and the, the, the other race like made that planet in a, like, an experiment. I mean, yeah, says, and that got first It says here that they yeah. are an ancient, peace-loving civilization. Right, well, so okay. doesn't really sound like it was created by the Shi'ar. No, we, we, that was all... That was all <laughs> so you can't do that in a retcon, because they already said what they were. Oh, you can... Oh, no. You oh, can, you can retcon that right easily. You just, you just erase the words in that box and put new words. That's what they did in, with, with classic X-Men. They reprinted You can't these. do that. Oh, yes, they do. I watched it happen. I saw it happen. Don't, Don't tell me it didn't happen. happen. Sorry, Nero. We just retconned your past. Duh. This refers to it as a code... It says the Shi'ar ship is 
Victorian co-dominions. So okay, maybe so they, they considered ran. that ship part of their empire, or that planet part of their oh, empire. Oh no! Are we going to carry over this whole Vietnam thing? That like they're a territory of, or the like Shi'ar? the Shi'ar? Is this like is this like our Puerto Rico or something? Well, like, it's it's like uh, yeah, it's like someone nuked Puerto Rico. Yeah, or and Hawaii. We like, and we were like, oh no, you don't. Yeah. Oh, here's the blue area of the moon, by the way. Yeah. Boom. Oh, no! <laughs> it's guilt face, people! <laughs> what are they doing there? I don't know! <laughs> Great. It, it doesn't it, have the mohawk. It's though. missing yeah. the mop head, yeah. and it's missing well, the it's giant the, puppet mouth. It's carved in the mountain. Yeah. And also, it's not watching its own device. <laughs> so maybe it's, it's normally... It's terror as it's annihilated by <laughs> supernova. Maybe it's, maybe it's to honor them. I don't think so. It just died. Yeah. Well, they work really fast. Yeah. yeah. No! <laughs> this is an old place! The watch has already moved in! No, they retconned it in the book. Oh my god. Anyway. Well, one of their species went back in time. Oh my god. <laughs> if they were capable of time travel, they would maybe move. Yeah. Well, a they little did. bit. They did. They understand that they are eventually going to destroy the universe, so they let their entire civilization be destroyed gotcha. to save it. Took a page out of the Phoenix's book there. Yeah. Dark Phoenix. You know what it was? Phoenix Force. They were, yeah. they were all Hitlers. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And she already didn't know. I mean, yeah, the Phoenix Force. Yeah, she great did everyone a favor. She wiped out their. You're welcome. Yeah, a peace loving race. Yeah, yeah. sure. Peace. Sure. Yeah, well, in uh, in their language, peace means, uh, you know, <laughs> war entire and domination and. Yeah. 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 Also, Dazzler's introduced in this book. I noticed that Dazzler was in that. She's introduced in this book? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because they're like, we killed the chick in the in the, on the team. We're, we're where we're gonna get another chick? Maybe we'll make Dazzler. And like, it's the scene where they introduce Dazzler is like Scott's at a club and she's using her dazzle powers to sing and make light and like. But Scott's not hurt like, anyone. No, and Scott's like, wow, like she's got powers. And he goes to her. He goes, he goes, uh, like, so who are you? She's like, I'm Dazzler because I dazzle people with my dazzler powers. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and he's like. You sure do. So, he's like rethinking it, like, maybe I shouldn't invite her. Right. Do you know how you got your power? She goes, nope, and I don't care. And he's like, well, you're, and he goes into the whole, like, recruitment speech. Well, you're a mutant, and you're hated and feared, and, <laughs> and she's, she's like, like, no, because no, I dazzle no, here. They love me here, I'm hot, and I got dazzled powers. He's like, yes, I've heard about dazzled powers. You know what? I'll see you later. You know, That's what one, he should have done. Yes, but instead... He just leaves anyway. Once you step outside this dance yeah. club, yeah. you will be hated. Eventually, Dazzler will find out that her power is being killed and then being brought back to life. Her too? Yeah. But, like, unlike Jean, they never explain it. Dazzler literally is murdered and then just comes back the next couple of issues and people go, Whoa, you're, you're back? And she's like, yep. And they're like, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I use my Dazzle power. I use my Dazzle power. What? That doesn't explain anything. That doesn't mean anything. This does? Like, Dazzler. <laughs> she's like, you know, I was in the X-Men game. <laughs> in uh, in the it was made when I was an X Men. Yeah, I love. There's a moment in uh, X Men '92, number two, where Jubilee is playing the X Men game, and she goes, "How come Dazzler's in this game and not me?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. yeah, fair enough. Amazing, especially <laughs> because in the game, Dazzler's powers were Jubilee's powers. They're a little stronger than Jubilee's powers. Dazzler throws exploding pink bombs. Oh, I thought Dazzler... I thought in the game she threw she, sparks. So she lobs, like, a pink exploding bomb. She's way cooler in that game than she is in any comic or any incarnation of her. 
Including the cartoon that that game is based off of. Called Pride of the X-Men. Mm. It was like a pilot, and it fucking failed. Mm. It was awesome looking. X-Men Dark Phoenix Saga, and kind of also the Phoenix Saga. I mean, yeah, if I'm gonna be honest, stuff. that's all... That's all and some Cree... I mean, you can have a little bit of Cree yeah. teasers. Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. And happy reading. Don't read this, though. No, no, read it! Oh, it's important. By the way, this book was a donation oh. from one of our awesome members of the population. Thanks. They wanted to see it. I'm sorry. I'm reading the part where Dazzler comes in now. Good. It's fascinating. Right? She's like, who the fuck cares? She just says, are you serious? In response to his spiel. About and he's like, well, you're already wearing a mask. <laughs> she should have said, are you fucking... <laughs> Because this is Marvel. We don't say that. I know she says that in fucking... Would, uh, the, 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 the douchey guy in Astonishing X-Men says that to Kitty Pride when she gives her yeah. stupid little speech. Yep. Yeah, but this is... Her, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, she should have started it right then. Yeah. No, DC, I'm just says, saying DC's I, I'm an attraction at a club. Yeah. I turn sound into... What? You want me to do what exactly? Light show. What you am can, I supposed to do for you? You, you can come, do that for us! You can come into space and fight aliens and, like... That's, you know, Magneto. Oh, uh, you pass. Yeah, I think I'm gonna just make money. I'm gonna make money. I'm just gonna use the power that I have for free. Yeah. To cash in. And just, you know, dance and have fun and do a lot of cocaine. Because it's the friggin' 70s, and I'm like a disco maniac. And this gravy train's never gonna come to the stage, <laughs> I tell you that.